0: It's like a gateway drug, (laughs) gateway drug. It's basically like you pick one habit to focus on and do every day for a hundred days. And that habit will be the keystone. It'll be the gateway drug to other habits.
1: Hey, everybody. Uh, Welcome to the Fit Father podcast. This is going to be episode number one, and I could not think of a better person to start it off. So my name is Spencer Gallo. I am the founder of Gallo Fitness, host of the Fit Father podcast. And today I'm talking to energy extraordinaire, Lean Queens coach, single dad, all around amazing human being, Ricky May, about how every dad is able to get right on track, and stay on track when they're maintaining their fitness, as well as balancing multiple businesses, families, and all sorts of other things. So welcome, Ricky. Uh, A little bit about Ricky here. So Ricky helps women lose 10 pounds in 90 days without living in the gym, giving up cookies or wine, which is a phenomenal pitch. Uh, He brings (laughs) absolute pure energy. He is a killer single dad, and he has graciously joined me with this interview to share some of his experiences of going from the corporate world to a solopreneur, crushing fatherhood, how he became a fit father. So Ricky, thanks for joining me. And uh, look, let's jump right in.
0: Geez, Louise, dude, what an intro. I feel like a superstar. <laughs> I have been practicing yeah, this for weeks. On.
1: I am so excited to have you here. Yeah. Um, Oh, man. All right, man. So, yeah, uh, let's just jump in and kind of talk about, you know, your background, your experiences in both fitness business. Uh, obviously, fatherhood. I know that you have quite a ba- uh, pre- pretty good backstory when it comes to to that. So, give everybody here, uh, you know, wh- a little bit about yourself, your background, kind of where you come from, how you got into fitness, how you got into coaching, uh, and kind of how you balance all of those things.
0: Oh man, yeah. Let me sum it up so it's not the whole freaking podcast but dude um yeah essentially uh i got into exercise fitness all that stuff in uh elementary school because my friend told me to go home and watch dragon ball z after school uh which i don't know if we have any dbz fans here but that shit will get you motivated (laughs) i was a little fourth grader doing a million push-ups and sit-ups and stuff and wanted to be an anime character in uh in in grade school and I was hooked since then. I was just wanted to be a superhero. Most kids, most people grow out of that, like wanting to look like Superman or the Hulk or whatever. And I never did. Um, And yeah, Spencer, I didn't get into coaching uh, officially as like a a job, either side gig or full-time gig until 2021. Um, But it just always was a part of my life. Literally always into lifting, always into, and not very good at it, like, been trying to do the timeline thing. I kind of started and stopped for most of, uh, you know, middle school, high school, played a bunch of sports and stuff, but college just would get super into lifting and gain like five pounds. Uh, but my nutrition was way off. And I just repeated that cycle for years, just over and over, just epic failing, busting my ass in the gym and, and But, uh, as, as as we coaches know, um, I would say nutrition is probably 80% of the game, uh, for gaining or losing weight. And it wasn't until I hired my first coach back in 2012 that I finally figured out how to, how to bulk up and get.
1: I was just saying you, uh, (laughs) correct me if I'm wrong. You just hit a, a weight milestone the other day. That's probably one that, uh, would throw more people because you're gaining, right? Aren't you?
0: Yes. Yes. I just, uh, Cross the 200 line i i just hit 200 pounds i'm 203 ish right now to like hover between 203 and 205 so i'm still gaining which is freaking awesome but yeah i i'm a naturally leaner guy and trying to bulk up um it's hard both are hard i know i'm gonna get eye rolls like dude shut the fuck up you're trying to gain weight that's your problem what a first row problem <laughs> which is is fair um But trying to do it, uh, you know, anybody can gain weight, trying to do it leanly, trying to build muscle is a little bit harder than just trying to put weight on. So um, yeah, thanks for the props. Just hit 200 a couple weeks ago and still going strong. But um, yeah, a a super abbreviated fitness journey. And I'll talk more about this later, Spencer, but like there's been lots of of stutter starts. I've been up to 215 before when I was really bulking. Um, But then, you know, with Fit Father, Speaking of that, uh, one, one big thing I'll talk about later is, is sleep and how important that is and how, uh, not prioritizing recovery made me lose all my gains back in 2017 when I had my, my kids. So <laughs> yeah, it's been, it hasn't been a steady, straight, linear, you know, path it's to awesomeness.
1: Lot, lots of ups and downs, right? Exactly.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Man. So, um, So, yeah, man, so obviously that's your fitness side of things. So talk a little bit about uh, kind of balancing all that. You know, you just touched on it a little bit, um, but, you know, how have you been able to balance that with your actual life? Um, You know, being able to, I think you were working in IT when I met you. um, Yep. Back in the IFCA days, 2021, 2022. Um, So, yeah, I mean, you were in business. Now you're a solopreneur. You have... You know your beautiful daughter. Um, you're in a real, very long-term, uh, long-distance relationship as well. Yeah. So, kind of how are you balancing? You know, you have a lot of balls in the air right now. How are you balancing all that? And to your point, still, you know, hitting the gym, gaining muscle, and and staying fit.
0: Yes, yes, all the balls, all the balls in the air. <laughs> um, dude. Uh, okay. So this is something a mentor told me. Uh, freaking in college, Spencer. Um. I was like, dude, you know, and, and in college, what the hell do you have to worry about? You're in college. You, uh, did you go to college? I did. Yep. Okay. Graduated yeah. um, 2012. Awesome. Same. Um, I was stressed then. It's like, dude, we're always stressed. We always feel like, well, how do we find work-life balance? And I remember talking to a mentor then, and he's like, he, he graciously didn't say like, Ricky, you've got it fucking made right now. Your biggest problem is is going to class and like your part-time job, which I, was real. You don't have any, your problems are, are not very intense uh, if you're the typical college kid. But he was just like, Ricky, balance is a myth. Balance is a myth. And I was like, uh, what? Like, why well, I thought we all wanted work-life balance. He's like, the sooner you realize that there is no balance. There's just you continually trying to like balance all of the things It's truly really like juggling is not like you never achieve equilibrium. You're just constantly throwing stuff up and catching it. Like it literally is juggling all the things. And the faster you accept that, that like life is hard and it's not fair. Um, and you will never achieve perfect balance. Uh, it sounds very pessimistic. But at the same time, it's like, no, dude, that's the fun of it. Like, if it were easy, we'd get bored. And yeah, if I'm giving advice for how to fit fitness in, uh, we all are very good at fitting stuff in, Spencer. Like you, I'm sure you weren't like, what am I going to do on a Wednesday night? I have all this free time. You know what? Let me just start a podcast because I'm bored and I have so much space in my life. <laughs> like, we all would love more money and more time we never have enough of those things but we just make it work right we just figure it out and and again the balance is a myth thing it's like i was stressed as a college kid then i graduated had to get a fucking job and then yeah. i i got married and i had a wife so i had to figure out how to balance like i'm already at capacity i'm at 100 let me just throw another person in there now i have to be a good husband do that for a couple of years. Okay, let's throw a baby in there. Now I'm still at capacity, but let's throw a kid in. <laughs> like you are always maxed out at hundred percent. Nobody's sitting around picking the boogers, but like you just figure it out. And I promise y'all, if you throw fitness in the mix, it will be tough, but you will figure it out. You will make the time. And you'll I guarantee you'll still have time for for video games or golf or whatever. Cause I have, uh, you know, I'm a busy entrepreneur. I have a, a kid, single daddy, I have a long distance relationship. And I have my PS5 sitting right right next to me, and I'm gonna play that later. Like, you're, there's yeah. time for everything. It's it's, it's you, all you're your okay.
1: PS5, your mistress. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did you see that?
0: Yeah, the t- the the temptress over there, just just trying to get me over to to, to play with for a while. Which yeah, it's like we we'll never find balance, but we'll make we'll make room for stuff. You know what I mean?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Awesome, man. So um, thank you for sharing that, obviously. Um, The analogy that I kind of create with that is when you think about, um, you know, and everybody talks about priorities and that, and they give you the jar and then they give you the rocks and they're like, okay, each one of these rocks is this and this and this, fill it. And it's like, well, is the jar filled? No. Then you add in pebbles and you add in this and this. And so, you know, that's where I kind of come in and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, that like the sand that you add that fills in all those tiny little holes kind of is that fitness piece where it's like, okay, now I'm like really full, but there's always
0: still some space for something else. Yeah. And there's like, there are legit, super busy people. Um, But I'm like, dude, if. uh, Shit. Jeff Bezos, he just got ripped recently. I'm like, if fucking Jeff Bezos, richest dude in the world, I'm sure he is busier than Ricky May. I'm sure he's busier than both of us combined. He is running the biggest company that has ever existed on the planet. like if he can fucking do it, we can do it, right? <laughs> if he can squeeze a couple workouts in a week and 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 prioritize nutrition granted he has a home chef and all that shit probably but still like he's busier than than us and he's doing it so like we could we could figure it out we can yeah. get a little. A Little sexier, a little beefier, you know. But I, I look
1: at uh Lane Norton, personal idol. Hopefully yes. we'll be on the podcast someday. That's I'm yes. um, episode one. I'm saying that Lane Norton Manifested. will be on this podcast yep. someday. That's right. But he it's like dude owns four businesses, has two kids, and is still hitting the gym every single day. And I think literally like end of last year, set a national, he's a national champion powerlifter.
0: I was going to say breaking world records and shit like breaking
1: (laughs) records winning championships running four businesses with two kids
0: yes and a PhD and all the wild yes Uh, and we don't have to be that elite but like it proves a point like you can be that elite and still be a doctor and a business owner and a parent and yeah like yeah. So it's like, cool. If we can just shave off like a little bit of what he's doing, like we'll be good. <laughs> can I just have like one strand of your hair?
1: <laughs> like, my, oh, uh, you man- like this? Like, yeah. Like oh, the, yeah, the mentality been of been like, Spencer, you yeah. know, like, oh yeah. Like, can I just take like one thread of your hair and like have that little piece to be able yes. to, to like
0: manifest that to my abilities. Yeah. Like one yeah. small, one small fraction of you. A, a sliver of, of Lane's success and, and even his drive. I'm like, I watched a YouTube video, uh, two weeks ago i think of it was just him somebody recorded a workout of his and like the level of intensity he brings to squats i'm like i would have fucking tree trunk legs if i had like a tenth of his work ethic he's a psycho um yeah i just want a little bit i don't need to break all the world records but like i'm like let me channel my inner inner lane (laughs) yeah (laughs)
1: yeah um awesome man i know you've talked a little bit about mentors um and kind of getting advice from different people, you know your your balance is a myth type of mindset. Yes. Um, when it comes to, I guess all aspects, you know, fitness and business, what's you know, kind of if you're willing to share, who were some of your mentors in those spaces or or people that you looked up to, um, and kind of what's some of the advice that they've given you that is always rattling around in your head as you're as you're going through things?
0: No, man. I did it all on my own. I haven't learned one thing from anyone else in the world. It's all just me being a superstar. Um,
1: so we actually oh, all need a sliver of Ricky Mays brain, not Lane <laughs> yes, Norton. For right. everybody listening, you need a That's piece right. of Ricky,
0: not Lane. <laughs> yep. Yep. Here's your piece right now, this podcast. Um, no, dude, I, I've i had so many mentors. Um, I think I had like a, a very, very low sense of self. Um, so I didn't have any like ego in the way. Just because of whatever trauma, like daddy issues, whatever. We won't get into that. Uh, That's a a different podcast. Yeah, it's a different podcast. (laughs) That'll Um, be episode two. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So I I was always looking for mentors, always looking for father figures. And uh, actually, one of my first main mentors was this dude uh, in high school. I was in high school. Sorry. He was uh, a member of the church I went to. He helped out with a youth group. And he also was a bodybuilder. He's like Mr. Glass City or Mr. Toledo, whatever. I'm from Ohio. Um, And so it's like this ripped 40 something year old who I'm like, you have way bigger muscles and you're almost 50. And like, I just, you're awesome Jesus freak and and awesome man of faith, uh and awesome worker, but also you're ripped, dude. Like, show me how how did you do this? <laughs> and he was my first. Uh I still will hit up workouts with him. Uh, I posted about him on Instagram last year, I think, um, a couple months ago. Like, we'll still check in. Um, so I I shameless plug for coaching. Like, if you want to fast track your results, if you want to fast track literally anything, like, dude. Get a coach, get a teacher, not even for fitness stuff, but like for whatever. Like if you're trying to reach a goal, get some accountability, hire a freaking coach or find a coach. So find someone to coach you for free and freaking learn from them. Like eat the humble pie and learn from somebody who's done it before. Don't try and reinvent the wheel. Um, I've always been a huge fan of mentors. Like I said, I I'm very aware of my own limitations. So like I finally was like, dude, let me hire a coach. I've been Trying and failing at this fitness stuff for years, and I was failing at the time where you're supposed to crush it, like when you're all hyped up with testosterone and and you know young guy hormones. Like that's when you should be getting huge, and I was failing. I couldn't figure out why, and then I found uh, a coach who specializes in like, hey, if you're a skinny dude and you're trying to bulk up, we got you. And It was like off to the races once I signed up with them. So, and I still work with them. They're still my coaches today. So brand loyalty. (laughs) Um, But yeah, dude, I'm a huge fan of mentors. I love them um, in every aspect of life. We met from business coaches, business mentors. You know, we use the same ones. So yeah, back at you, Spencer. What about you and mentors? Tell us about who you are uh, currently having as mentors or your experience.
1: Um, yeah. So obviously you and I met through IFCA, uh, the wonderful Aaron diamond and Jordan Duggar, yeah. uh, and shameless plug for the wonderful Leslie Cravar. Yes. Um,
0: <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So
1: it, for me, it was, uh, you know, I was always into fitness. I worked out for a while. I was a fat kid coming out of college because I found alcohol and money. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and So, uh, yeah. I mean, once I started getting into it, I was like, you know, I think that the plug that I put in a lot is I signed up for a lot of like free competitions and I never submitted after photos because I was never comfortable taking the after photo because I was like, I didn't get where I wanted to be. So I never submitted mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And so I pushed for a long time. And then eventually I ended up signing up with, um, team Biolane mm-hmm. as, uh, with one of their coaches who actually David Mathis will be on a later episode, um, of the podcast. So he is my coach um and i signed up with him and i think that i i started with him i think i weighed in at like 214 and over the course of like 6 or 7 months together i was down consistently at like 195 198 like crushing yep and so it was like it was awesome and then i kind of ventured out on my own and did my own thing and and now i literally this week uh i think monday i'm starting back up with him because i hit a point where i was like I've tried to do this alone and coaches need coaches. Like that was yeah, the yeah. slogan of the mastermind coaches yep. need coaches. And so I came back to him and I'm like, listen, I don't care how much it costs. Like I'm going to work with you because you got me results and I'm happy with it. Yep. Um, you know, business-wise like Aaron and Jordan, like they, I don't know that I would be where I'm at with like the understanding of how to actually coach and provide coaching. Like yes. before I started with them, I had a Google spreadsheet. And I was like, hey, <laughs> here's your program, guys. Yeah. And it was yeah. like embarrassing. And now I'm like, I have my own app. I have all of these systems in place. And I'm like, I got all that just because I put full faith into just a couple of people that have been there and done it and built yes, seven-figure coaching businesses.
0: Yeah. Dude, if you think you don't need a coach, I'm like, look at LeBron, look at any any sports star that like is crushing it if they fucking need coaches then you probably need a coach too like (laughs) why why, like everybody needs a coach you know what i mean there's no shame in it like ask for help and we as dudes always hate asking for help we want to figure it on our own like no man like just take the shortest path to success and hire a freaking coach or yeah, hire one, find one, whatever. Like, yeah, they're amazing. It's so much easier. I, I,
1: I can't help but laugh when you make a sports reference after our conversation the other week about sports, sports ball, ball.
0: And- <laughs> That's right. LeBron's the one I know. That's the only guy I know because he's been around for a while. I know nothing about sports. I, I do like UFC. I like MMA. Um, but I can't remember the last time I stayed up late on a Saturday night to watch MMA. I'm I'm too old for that shit. So <laughs> yeah. But I use uh I use Tom Brady a lot in my
1: Uh, just to know, mind you, I'm a diehard Philadelphia Eagles fan. Yeah. And so saying anything with the word Tom Brady, like, I feel like I need to wash my mouth. out with soap a little bit, (laughs) Um, but Tom Brady is like the, in my opinion, a phenomenal reference point when you're talking to this group of audience, like dads that are listening to this podcast, everybody knows who Tom Brady is. Yep. Tom Brady is literally like the greatest quarterback of all time. Probably. Yeah. And it hurts to say that, but he has a 64% completion percentage. Huh? Can you believe that? Nope. The greatest quarterback of all time that everybody talks about Tom Brady, the goat 64% completion percentage. Can you imagine if you put 64% effort into something? (laughs) That's a, that's a D like, that's (laughs) like you just barely passed. right. Yeah. But you were doing something so amazing. And so like I use that reference a lot is to be able to say like, you don't need to be a hundred percent. Tom yep. Brady is 64% and is the greatest of all time. If yes. you put in the same effort that Tom Brady does 64% effort, you're going to see results.
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, dude, that's a great point. Cause um, yeah. When I think of, of a struggle that I see most dads dealing with, It is the all or nothing mentality. Like, I don't know about you, Spencer, but like, I've even had like guys in the last couple of weeks where it's like, holidays are coming, you know, Christmas and New Year's. I'm like, man, if there is one huge struggle that most dads I know are struggling with, and most people in general, but especially it seems like dads uh, and and guys, it's this idea that if we can't do it like full out balls to the wall, then there's no point in doing it. Um, And I had a guy who was, who was, he ate like shit over the holidays and he just, he's like, yeah, it's just holiday time. I think I'm going to take some time off. And then he came back and dove in last week, but then got sick. And he messaged me like, Hey man, I think I'm just going to stick with like the holiday eating routine where I'm just like not really tracking and stuff. Um, and I was like, are you open to some feedback? <laughs> he's like, sure. Like, so the more you can like i think this is the fuck it mentality right now i could be wrong but like what i'm hearing is like okay i'm sick there's no point in like trying because let me just get well first and then i can start fresh in the new year i'm like dude you can still prioritize walks and not eating like an asshole and like even if you're not in the gym the faster you the faster you get back to baseline and, and get back on on your walks and drinking water and, and eating healthy food, the faster you're going to feel better, first of all, so you're going to shorten your sickness, because you're just doing healthier things. But also you are reinforcing this idea of like, I am a healthy person. I do what healthy people I'm the type of guy who fucking takes care of myself and cares about what he eats and doesn't eat like shit. Like, I am this person. I'm not the guy who was like, he's, he's down 30 pounds, which is amazing um but he struggled with weight his whole life and eating like shit and it's like I'm like dude the more that you step into this mentality of I am this person who who cares about what he puts into his body the easier it's going to be and you're not going to have these big things where you fall off for 3 weeks so like if you're open to it just do what you can even if you're sick do what you can and he's like yeah you're right <laughs> like you know why do we always want to go full balls out or like nothing it's either i'm falling in or i'm doing nothing jack shit like
1: if, yeah. i feel like i get i have a lot of conversations with guys too where it's the um you know i know i have to eat chicken and rice and salads and mm-hmm. it's like no dude like you can i literally was talking to one of my buddies and i was like I'm like you can play hockey right he's like yeah Like, so if your kid has like the game of his life and he's like, hey, dad, can we go out and celebrate? And you're like, yeah, yeah. And you go to whatever the favorite pizza parlor or sub shop or whatever. What do you order? And he's like salad. I'm like, fucking why? Like you don't know. Enjoy the time with your kid. Make the memories. Eat the slice of pizza. It's not going to kill you. Like (laughs) enjoy. Enjoy the time that you have, because I can attest to this. Life is short. Um, you know, I recently had a death in my family and so it's like life's short, man. Like it, it sucks. And when you all of a sudden are at that point where you're like, man, I really wish that I had that one extra moment or I I really wish that this moment had been different because I wasn't on a diet. It's like, I think I saw Jordan Syatt posted it today, a diet in the definition of Google. Like when you Google the word diet, it shows up and it's just like the foods that people eat habitually. Like your diet is just what you eat on a normal basis. It's not yes. keto. It's not intermittent fasting. It's not low carb. It's just, it's the food that you eat. Like that's your diet.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. Dude, that's such a good point. Um, And anytime you subscribe to like a diet, like paleo or keto or whatever, you're completely changing everything about how you eat. And you're saying no to like, like Dude, I was a huge, huge fan of keto. Uh, I did it for a while. I was obsessed with it. And then I realized, like, I want to eat some fucking pizza. <laughs> I want some bread. Like, this sucks. It was the best I've ever felt, Spencer. Literally, it was the healthiest and best I've ever felt in my entire life. And that was not enough to stay on it. Like, I my joints felt like they did when I was like ten. I'm like, oh my gosh, nothing's clicking. Everything. Because you were good full of fat, it was lubricating yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> And I, I just, my skin was clear. Everything was amazing because I was so low sugar. Um, but it's still, it's like, dude, food is so much more than, it, it is fuel, but it's also like you said, like I was the dad who like couldn't have the pizza when you know, out with family and stuff like that. I was like, oh, I'm keto. So I like, I'll just, I'll do the, I'll just eat the cheese off the top, like <laughs> the of pizza. Yeah, so the more you can like embody this idea of like, just modify what you're doing modify what you're currently doing get a coach to help you if you need it but like the more we can tweak what you're currently doing instead of of completely revamping uh like we want coaches a a good coach is going to want you to enjoy pizza with your kid like you're saying like i'm glad that you encourage your friend that because it's like dude we also know that one night of of pizza even in the span of a week what Three meals a day at least. So that's 27 meals. What's one out of 27? That's like, if you had pizza one night, I don't know what those odds are, but it's fucking low. Yeah, that's not going to throw off your entire diet if you have pizza with your kids. So, yeah. yeah. what's
1: I, I mean, I, I don't know about you. I come from an Italian family. So, like, the dinner table is, like, that's where moments happen. Yeah. Like, like Christmas at my dad's house, like, my grandfather used to host. And there were shit. 30 people sitting at long table, like hold out the, all the extra tables, the chairs, like you couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't get around, like you had to go around the table to get to the bathroom type of life. Yes, yeah. And that was where everybody sat down and they had family dinner, you know, lasagna and ham and Turkey and all that. And like, if all of a sudden you're there and you're like, oh, I'm on a diet, like your point, like I'm eating keto. It's like, okay, well, we don't have anything for you. Like,
0: yes. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, dude. no, I I can relate because I'm Mexican. So I same thing. Like every Christmas and, and Thanksgiving, it's just a big old feast. And I've gotten the judgy eyes from like from family. Are like, what the hell are you doing, man? You can't eat the food? Like, what are you doing? Just eat it. You know, eat an enchilada. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, <I> can't. <laughs> my diet. Like, yeah, I've been the annoying family member before. I'm like, no more of that shit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I did that once. I was on a uh I was actually down at a friend's house and I was doing a combination of low carb and intermittent fasting. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you already know where the story's going. Yes, Yes. And we had gone out for an event and we like came home and it was like, the only thing left open was like McDonald's. And so I was like, okay, like we'll make it work. Got McDonald's. We got back to the house and like, he knew that I was doing intermittent fasting and all of a sudden we get back to the house and he looks at his watch and he's like, it's like, I hope you are eating in the car. And I'm like, what? He's like, you only have like two minutes to eat your food.
0: <laughs> oh
1: man. He's like trying to like pull my food away from him. Like, I swear I will stab you with this plastic fork from McDonald's.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> it's it's like that.
1: It's like, man, like you can't be so restrictive with stuff. It's like that's such a like I, I love that. It's like the the mentality of like it's black or white. It's good or bad. Yes. It's like all or nothing. And I think that, you know, I know that I th- I was actually going to ask you that was if you came up with like the number one mistake that you think a dad makes when it comes to their fitness journey. And I think that uh, maybe, and maybe you have something else, but I think that the number one mistake is that all or nothing mentality.
0: Yeah. Dude, we love, we love black and white. We love to have stuff in boxes. It's like, dude, All nothing, black, white. Like we love that divide because it's clean and and tidy. But it's like, dude, that's not how fucking life works, man. It never (laughs) works out that way. Yeah. So no, that was, yeah, that's, I think that's the number one thing is like, you can do something today. You don't have to be the greatest health nut fitness person on the planet, but you can do something today. Um, Something's always better than nothing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Small, small steps get
1: big results. Yep.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: All right. Cool. So, um, that's it. I mean, I think that we're kind of wrapping up on the questions that I have for you. So I'm just going to ask two final questions. Um, if you had like one story or example or something to kind of summarize like our whole conversation last 30 ish minutes, what would it be?
0: Oh, snap. Hold on. Say that again. What a story to summarize. If you have
1: yeah, one story that summarizes everything that we've talked about.
0: Oh, man. Okay.
1: It's Hmm. okay if you say, no, I don't, or I'm sure you do, but (laughs) No, I'm trying to think
0: like about a client or about
1: It could be a story about you. It could be a story about your experience, your life, you know, your fatherhood, your fitness journey, your business journey, It could be a story about clients and how they've had this realization, whether, you know, obviously you work primarily with females, male, female, like somebody that had that like mentality, I I guess, to go back to that mentality of that all or nothing mentality that, that like that snap of a story that you have with yourself, uh, or a client.
0: Yeah, dude. Okay. I got you. I got you. Um, I would say, I mean, you just nailed it in our last, you know, thirty seconds ago, a minute ago, when you were like, "Start, start small, small steps," because like what I've experienced is, again, most dudes either are doing nothing or they're trying to do exactly what they did the last time they were working out, which was probably high school, and they go hard. And they're feeling good, but they break themselves off in the gym or something like, I'm gonna go do, try and you know, I was benching 225 when I graduated, let me just go put that on the bar. And then you like hurt yourself, or you can't move or you can't sit on the toilet, you can't walk down the stairs, like you are miserable, and you never go back. So it's like, dude, if you can pick one thing, I just heard this on a podcast, uh, Rob Dial podcast, he's amazing mindset mentor, um, speaking of mentors. He was like, pick one thing that you can it's do yeah, shameless plug. He's amazing. Um, <laughs> have you heard of uh, Keystone Habits before, Spencer? I don't think I have. Okay, it's it's like this habit. It's like a gateway drug. <laughs> a gateway drug. It's basically like you pick one habit to focus on and do every day for a hundred days, and that habit will be the keystone. It'll be the gateway drug to other habits. So in this podcast, he was talking about like it could be. Going to sleep earlier, or sorry, it could be waking up earlier. Uh, It could be working out a couple of times a week. It could be taking, uh, hitting more, a a step goal, 7,000 steps a day or something. But his point was like, dude, if you just focus on one thing, let's say it's workouts, I'm going to work out three times a week. I'm going to find some workout or I'm going to message Spencer or Ricky and ask them like, Hey dude, what, what kind of shit should I do in the gym? And I'm sure we will hook anyone up who reaches out to us. I love this stuff. Um, free. Like I, I would love to coach you probably as a client I'd love to hear more, but like, if you just need a workout, text me. Um, but it's like, dude, you get these three workouts in you fucking do them. And soon you're going to be like, wow, I'm putting all this work in the gym. I might as well like clean up my diet a little bit. So at least I look, you know, I look like I work out. I might as well drink a little bit of water because I'm getting dehydrated from sweating my ass off in the gym. Like, well, I might as well like get some steps in. Like you do one thing and it just builds because you keep doing that one thing. All you're focusing on is the one thing, but these other little habits start sneaking in again because you're taking the actions of this person who just goes to the gym two times a week. So like, let it be this small thing that you choose and commit to and make sure it's it's doable so that you, you don't go so hard that you pull a hammy or whatever. <laughs> like, just keep showing up. And the more you keep putting that work in, the more you're like, well, I might as well, I already have the gym. I might as well like eat a little healthier so I can start working on my abs. And like, yeah, it all will just compound, It's compound interest. Like if you consistently do one thing, other stuff is gonna sneak in and uh, you'll get there. The, the worst thing to do though is just to like, get discouraged and quit or hurt yourself and quit. That's like, yeah, that's the kryptonite.
1: Yeah. I love that, man. Yeah. And that's, I, I coach very similarly where it's like, I'll I'm happy to give away everything for free, but I coach very strategically. Like the first two weeks that you're with me, I'm literally just building habits. I'm breaking down all the bullshit that you had in your head about how to diet, how to work out. And I want you to go back to like the, like low level basics. Like I want you to learn how to baby step before you can run.
0: Yes. Like we'll exactly. start running.
1: We'll, we will get to running, but like, you need to relearn how to walk before yep. you can run.
0: Yeah. That's good, dude. That's great. I did the same thing. I had a girl freaking out, uh, cause she was traveling for the holidays and she just was very, very discouraged. I was like, let's just go back to like, you're trying to work out and, and drink more water and do this and do that and do the other thing. And you're overwhelmed right now, like food and steps. Let's hit 6,000 steps a day and track every day and try and hit our protein. That's all we have to do. You will be successful. If you hit those, it's like your 60%, you know, a 65, 64% Tom Brady thing. Like just do these things. You're going to see progress. And it's such a relief when it's like, okay, I don't need to focus on like all these different things. Let me just focus on food and walks. I can do that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah your, yeah. your progress might not be completely vertical like it was before. Like you might start to taper a little bit, but it'll spike back up. Like, yes, you know, yep. taking yep. that yep. small little break from 80% down to 65% and then you ramp back to 80. It's like, you know, you might see yep. a, a little taper down, but it's not going to, you're not going to go down in that, you know, you're not going to hit a valley. You're just going to taper out of the plateau a little bit for a yes. second and then, and then spring back off.
0: Yeah, dude. You only fail if you quit. That's the thing. You only fail if you give up. So it's like just keep going. Pick one thing and go. Yep.
1: Awesome. And last question, man. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Anything else you want to share? And I will uh, give I to preface that, I will give you a minute to plug your own stuff in a minute.
0: Oh <laughs> so you don't you don't need
1: to you don't need to take the do you have anything else to share as a, a time to plug your own stuff? I will give you that moment.
0: Well, I just came out with this book. No. Uh, <laughs> no i think i'm good i i've given enough platitudes and advice the one thing i'd say is like i legit love this stuff and have loved it since since fourth grade dragon ball z days um i i help a lot of people yeah i'm excited to talk about you know my stuff what i do but like also if you if you were at all interested interested in this stuff um message me i fucking love messaging on instagram on whatever because like when people send me the good energy of like dude you inspired me i just i just did 10 pushups in my living room like that sends me through the roof that makes me so happy uh and it's not like uh me trying to sneakily get more clients thing it's just like i legit love this stuff so like i'm gonna hype you up i'm gonna hype the shit out of you because it's like yeah
1: you're doing it let's go
0: (laughs) so please find me on insta message me. I would love to follow you and, and hear about, you know, what little step you're doing. Um, just makes me happy. Feels there cup. you go.
1: So yeah. for anybody listening, if you, uh, if you just ran through a wall in the last 35 minutes, make sure you go follow, <laughs> follow Ricky and let him know. That's right. Let me know. I love it. All right, man. Cool. So thank you so much. Uh, inaugural episode, great interview. Uh, I'm sure that everybody listening has learned a lot, um, about kind of fit fatherhood, how you've handled it, how you've managed to, work around it and i think that we dropped a few uh few tips and tricks in there that everybody can take away and and implement today um so again thanks a lot for coming on and sharing um and as i said i'm gonna change courses a little bit i'm gonna give you the floor uh and feel free to talk about your program your coaching uh lean queens whatever whatever you like you got you know i'll give you a I probably should set a timer because you'll be here until tomorrow, but, uh, feel, feel free to take, take a minute or two and, uh, you know, talk about your stuff and what you're, what you're doing with your, your businesses.
0: Yeah, dude. No, you get out. Can you just replay your intro from the beginning of the podcast? Cause that was amazing. Um, I, I honestly, like I focus mainly on women, love helping women find sustainable ways to lose 10 pounds in a short amount of time, 10 pounds in 90 days without giving up, without restricting, because anytime you restrict it, you just want it more. It's a forbidden fruit. So if you are looking for sustainability, if you are looking to prioritize your health and wellness, and you're sick of of either hating yourself, or you just want to level up, because I work with a lot of men too, who are just like, I want to do better. I want to be stronger. I want to live with my potential. Like, dude, hit me up. That's great. I, I have a lot of clients right now. Um, I'm still taking some new ones, but even if you hit me up, it's not like I'm going to give you the 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 sales pitch and everything like that. I just genuinely love this stuff and would love to see if I can help you be, yeah, a little bit healthier, find some healthier habits, and and make it sustainable. Because my worst fear is just being another one of those fucking coaches that like, cool, you did great while you were with me, and then you graduated or or stopped working with me and gained all the weight back. Like that's my absolute worst fear. So we're all about sustainability with with the Lean Queens. So. Yeah.
1: Awesome, man. Cool. So again, thank you, Ricky. I think this has been a great 40 minutes. Um, I genuinely do appreciate you coming on and taking, taking time out of your evening to talk to me. Um, so for everybody out there, I hope you've learned something. I hope you take something away from this and enjoyed it. I am Spencer Gallo from Gallo fitness and the host of the fit father podcast. And with that one final pitch and plug for Ricky Just feel free to go to his Instagram page. I believe it is at Ricky Lee May. Is that correct?
0: You got it, man. And
1: I will make sure that I put that in the show notes for anybody looking for Ricky. Find him on Facebook, Instagram, and check him out. And I hope everybody has an amazing day.